Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And what are you going to do when you find out he's dating someone new? Like maybe he already has somebody in the wings, you know, I'm sure he and then does. he's going to sneak around because he doesn't, he doesn't he does. want to upset you. I guarantee. And you. then you're going to find out and you guys have to live together. Oh. You do not want to be in this situation. Trust me. That's called situation maximum oofy doofies. Maximum oofy doofy doofies. Yeah, that's oofy doofy doofies for sure. You <laughs> yeah. don't want to be dealing with that situation. You do not want to oofy doofy in no. your life. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You and Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the new year. No, it's not. It is. That's crazy. We're kind of cheating because we filmed this in December, so we don't have... We're working on our set. I wish that the first episode we had our I know. new set. We're still to the seasoning we're over working, here. We're working, okay? When next, maybe next episode. So make sure you come back next week as well. You know, I always got to be promoting the next episode. Do you, do you mind not yeah, texting yeah, yeah. while we're in yeah, the middle of shooting the first episode sorry, of the sorry. new year? I just had to talk rude. a little bit. Rude. You're starting it shit. off rude. Sorry. Advice number one, don't be rude. I'm sorry. I'm ready. My arms are jello from working on this house so much. Yeah, you I, did I good. I set up blinds you today impressed on like the shit five out of me windows. Today. Because you set up blinds that are like 12 feet fucking high. Yeah. They were really big. On a ladder. Yeah, on a ladder, yes, with yeah. a power drill. With a power drill. You know what I did? I drank fucking lemonade. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, get a little straighter over there. Okay. So to start off the new year, I thought I'd take some of your questions that you submitted to us at podcast at Nikki.limo if you want to submit a question about anything, by the way. Like, people always submit relationship questions, and that's fine, um, but... You could submit them about anything. We are not experts in any category. No. We really have the most experience with relationships. But um, yeah, you want to hear our thoughts on anything? Ask any question. Podcast at Nikki.Limo. And always feel free to hit those crypto questions. We always love to hear that. This is an ask us anything. Anything. You can even ask about crypto. To the crypto king himself. You can even ask about Eminem. You can even ask about Green Bay Packers if you want. Um, yeah, what do you know about the Green Bay Packers this year? No, actually, we're going to move on and okay, talk about um, okay. the questions that you, you want to talk about your fantasy football we strategy? We are not You don't want to give it away. I get it. You don't want to give it away yet. I'm number one in our fantasy league, yeah, and you, I use a very specific strategy that I will not delve into. No, it's secret. I'm winning by a landslide. No, not yet. Even on JK or no, anywhere? No, no. Not until after the season's over. Okay, fine. After the season's over, you can reveal. Okay, thank you. Okay. Although Are I quit, right? JK. Fuck that show. Are I, you? I quit it. Okay. <laughs> Did you quit already? Yeah, I quit. It's January something. I told him to stick it in, twist it, and break it off. You know it's January something. Oh, wait. What day? That, I don't know. First? No. I don't it might know. Might be close. We'll see. I don't know. I quit. I don't know. For, for now, okay. I quit the show. This is the first question. Right. This Thank is you. actually a follow up. <clears throat> okay. This is a follow up from someone we yeah, already yeah, answered, yeah. I guess. Yeah, love it. Breakup from first love follow up. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I know how things work around here. I'll pay you compliments in exchange for your expertise. That's right. We thrive off compliments. Much. If you please give us compliments, we will answer your question better the more compliments you give. 
First, your podcast is arguably one of the best ones out there. Oh my God, thank you so Agreed. much. Thank you so much. As much as I love Big Mood, you guys have something special here to offer that I haven't seen elsewhere so far. You both are great individually and great together. You truly inspire me. Thank you so much. Oh my I'll be God. so thank honest. So I quit much. Big Mood. I I quit Big Mood. I am I am still in Big Mood. Okay. Our That's chief up to com- you. our chief competitor. Yeah, I don't really like to mention them, but you yeah. weren't um really part I of it. I quit it okay. long yeah, time yeah. ago. Okay, we, long we're, time we're ago. sad to see you go. Yeah, thanks. We're sad. Okay. Back to this. I said uh, you guys can shove it. Back to our friend okay. here that I don't know if they want to be anonymous. Yeah, they do want to be anonymous. Okay. I hope you might remember my email from a year ago. I was the one who was in a relationship from the time I was 12 years old, now 23, asking if we should break up or take a break. You guys gave great advice, but like the idiot I am, I didn't listen, LOL. Oh, that's uh-huh. okay. We all do that. I, want, I wish I could remember what advice we gave. Okay, since you probably that, should break up. Probably. <laughs> We're talking about we probably fucking hit the breakup button <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, we talking about. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, yeah, I wonder what we said. Okay, since that email, my first love and I moved into another rental for a year, and I really tried to make it work, but it failed miserably, and now I'm devastated. He decided to end things with me officially on Thanksgiving of all days, and I'm completely heartbroken. It feels like death, honestly, and I'm having such a hard time coping because he was my first for everything. What's almost more painful is the fact that I feel like I'm losing his family too which I don't have much of my own. Uh, I can see that. He is also of a different culture than me and I basically grew up with it all and I don't want to leave that life behind. I know realistically it's going to get better someday and I'll probably find the one out there, but emotionally I'm distraught. He said I just don't make him happy anymore and picturing someone else making him happier than me kills me inside. Mm. I'll most likely be living with him till spring at least. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no, No. girly girl. You get the fuck out of there. Sometimes I'm not sure how I'll get through this. What's your advice on dealing with heartbreak and loss? Thank you so much, Anonymous. get the fuck out. Ooh, you need to get the fuck out. Even if it's duct tape, you got to pull it the fuck off. Go sleep on a friend's couch. Go anywhere. Literally anywhere. anywhere. What you are doing is torturing yourself. You think... Oh, we oh we have to live together till spring because that's the least. That's least. And mm-hmm. may, you're thinking in the back of your mind, maybe he'll come around, maybe it'll yes, work exactly out. That's right. exactly what you're doing. And the longer you stay next to him, the more sick of you he's gonna get. And, yeah, and the the and the you're not gonna win the breakup. You want no. right? Don't you want to win the breakup? That's what everyone wants yeah, to do. Yeah, everyone right? wants to win the breakup. Want to win the breakup? If you want to win the breakup, you gotta show him you don't give a shit anymore. All right. And you got to go live your best life. And living your best life is not next to this cat who says he doesn't want to be with you anymore because you don't make him happy. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. If anything, you're just reminding him every day that you don't make him happy. Exactly. And like Nikki said, and he's resenting you more and more that he has to stay with you for this long. And what are you going to do when you find out he's dating someone new? Like maybe he already has somebody in the wings, you know? I'm sure he And then does. he's going to sneak around because he doesn't, he doesn't he does. want to upset you. I guarantee And then you're going to find out and you guys have to live together. Oh. You do not want to be in this situation. Trust me. That's called situation maximum oofy doofies. Maximum oofy doofy doofies. Yeah, that's oofy doofy doofies for sure. You <laughs> yeah. don't want to be dealing with that situation you do not want to oofy doofy in no, your life do not let that happen to yourself since please. you didn't listen to our advice last year please listen to our advice yes, this year get the fuck and out get of there. out get yeah. out and don't and don't talk to him either don't don't snoop on his social media don't look at his instagram yep. don't don't text him and you know oh i yep. for you your mail i gotta collect the mail oh but, my god and whatever and pretend like you need to go you know what you're doing right again. now you you have in your calendar wake up Step one, oofy. Step two, doofy. That's a lot of oofy doofy. <laughs> That's a lot of oofy doofy for, for one person's too day. Much. And you gotta you gotta relieve yourself a lot of, of a lot of those oofy doofies. Trust me on that one. Yeah, I it look. You're 23, and I know you've been together since you were 12. That's 11 years. That's a long time. But you were just children, okay? And because you're attached to him because you grew up together, he feels like family to you. And you feel like family to him too. He loves you. He has love for you, but he's not in love with you. He sees you like a family member, like a cousin. And like all the things he that you're not missing, sexually attracted to you're you. missing all the best shit, right? The yeah. family stuff and like hanging out with all the people who you've, who've known this yeah. whole time. They've been a second family to you. Yes, yes. All that sucks, right? But they're not gone from your life. Almost like when there's a death in the family and it's like, they're always with you because the memory's always with you. Nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. So, and you can keep whatever traditions you want. You can make whatever the fuck traditions you want. You know, me and Nikki, when we got together, she had a demand of us where she, like on Christmas time, she's like, we are getting a real tree. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Plastic trees are so I've easy. I've never had a plastic tree I was like, tree it's before. easy mode and it's beautiful. It's easy. Yeah. 
And then she's like, nah, 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 the whole time, right? I was like, I need the smell of real pine tree, like real, real, real. And then, what was it? What what converted you finally? What would you say? Um, Okay, so I grew up with it. And then my parents randomly changed to a fake tree, even though my mom, the entire time I was growing up, was like, I will never have a fake tree. They're so tacky. And like, you just don't realize how much you take on from your parents that like, it wasn't even maybe your own opinion. You just like absorbed took it, it on, absorbed it, yeah. yeah. And and this is a this is a common thread with all of us. Like, where sometimes you just do things and you don't even question why you picked it, and you think it's your own preference, but it's not. And yeah, I I realized after they switched to a fake tree, I was like, oh, so you're allowed <laughs> to do that now? Yeah. And then I realized how well fake trees have come a long way since I was a kid. Yeah, true. And also they're like. They make them really beautiful and pre-lit and that's so much easier. Yes. And also it, the real trees were scratching our cars when we were trying to take them home. True. And I, I fucked didn't up my like mini that. roof for that yeah, way. Thanks like a lot for that. that. Um, and by the way, imagine that a nine foot fucking or what? Eight foot tree on a top of a mini Cooper. We did that for years. <laughs> um, but so what I'm getting at, right, is the tradition that Nikki was like so like part of her mm-hmm. was so easy to remove once she just decided oh wait let's make our own tradition that's what we did we made our own tradition because i grew up with a plastic tree yeah i wasn't like married to them or anything i just liked the sentimentality of always having that same, the same tree. tree yeah it was cool i like, like that too every year we had the same tree yeah for like and I don't you're, know, like, I was, you're like, used to it. it's like a friend yeah and also i got really sad dumping the dead tree always after a few years i was like this feels bad you it's know like, thanks bitch it's like a dead thing sitting in our living room for a little bit because you know you always like Leave you're always like lazy you procrastinate yeah, yeah exactly and then you finally like you just dump it on the side of a curb and it's yeah. like so sad they're That's, like grown and bred just to be used for christmas and in la you see like i don't know bro it's like the Christmas tree holocaust where you look outside and you're yeah. like, holy fucking shit, everyone's trees out there right now and it looks nuts. Yeah, it just feels wasteful. Yeah. To like it's sad. farm all those trees just for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the just I for like money. The, <laughs> like it's like it reminds me of um factory farming with animals, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like some I don't mind people that hunt their own food or the like or you know free range things as much but then though when you look at those factory farms the way that they breed animals into just these terrible conditions just to slaughter them is like so sad they it's don't sad. even get to live like a real life yeah anyway, but they're delicious so the christmas tree so thank, i'm thankful for that wouldn't i i forget i don't know wouldn't I tell it. you i get it couldn't uh, remember but anyway get out get out of that house get the fuck out Stop hanging make your out own out. traditions and don't talk to him anymore yeah yes Create like, your own destiny. Let him miss you if he really misses Damn you. Damn right. Because you're a gem. I don't think he will, though. Because, you know, when you get that, to you that point. You don't need him to miss you, girl. You don't need it. But you need to find your own happiness where you don't miss him. Yes. Yeah. It's time to build yourself up again. And you think that, you know, him seeing you all the time would, like, make you, him miss you again? It's not going to. It's just going to break your own heart over and over your and over Your self-worth again. is not in him. It's in you. Yeah. That should always exist. And it's so much easier said than done. To always. be like, oh, just get it's over him. Fair. It's uh, not fair. But, but no, really, like, you'll be so much happier once you find the thing that you make yourself happy with. Yeah. And then anyone else that comes along is just going to add to that. I know at 23, I was like going through, I was going through the breakup with um my first yeah, boyfriend that I moved here with, a five, the five-year one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was me on the other side where I was like, I broke it off. Yeah. And it was You're like that where I felt like, I felt like I had love for him, like a, a, a family member. Like I wasn't sexually yeah. attracted to him yeah. anymore. And I thought I would um, move out on my own and be really lonely because I'd never lived alone before. And I was actually like super stoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like really fun to be alone. But, but imagine dragging it on for a couple months. I couldn't. Yeah. Like it made me physically <laughs> nauseous. Yeah. It just felt bad. Like I felt a knot in my stomach like I was doing something wrong by staying. Yep. Because I did That's how I felt when I broke feelings. up. You know, my dad, famous story. I've told this many times. So it's a very famous story. Uh, everyone knows the story. Everyone. Um, but, uh, Christmas time, it was the day before Christmas Eve and my chick at the time, I was like 16 years old, like my first like hardcore girlfriend for like years. Right. And I was sick and I was like, I'm sick. I don't want to come to your family's thing because they were going to make tamales and like, yeah. And dude, if you know me, I would never miss out on Mexican food ever. No. It's never going to (laughs) happen. So she was like, 
you just don't want to come. You're faking sick. And I'm like, bro, I'm just sick. What are you talking about? And she's like fucking tearing my head off on the phone. And I was like, you know what? We're done. I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I was in the car with my sister at the time. Uh, who's hot as fuck, by the way. If you ever seen my sister, stop. Crazy. Uh, no, no, so no. weird. I mean, you know, you know, though. You know what I'm saying. Stop it. You know it. what I'm saying, though. It's so weird. Okay, so I can't even as a bit. I'm just like, don't so joke about. I it. hang up the phone, right? And my sister's like, "Thank God, I've been waiting for you to do that for so fucking long." And I told my dad I broke up with her, and you know, what my old man told me, and I love you, old man. I love you. I know you're listening, mm. but he was like. You will always regret it if you don't get back with her right now and make it right because of like how close to Christmas it was and shit. And I was like, I don't think I will. Yeah. And I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. I'm I'm 36 years old. I don't regret it. Yeah, I think getting it was out a great of something move. that's not meant to be anymore yeah. is not something that you regret. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, so, but no, it hurts to be the one on the other side of it. It does. It, of yeah. course. And it was bad, right? So like the old man, her old man was like fucking, you know. Thanks for ruining my Christmas. And I get it. Right. And mm. and then her her mom was like, she was always like, hey, after you break up with her, she always used to say this to me. And I always didn't get it. But she was like, after you break up with her, every time we were alone, mm. you better fucking wave at me when we're like, when you're like going home or whatever at high school. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course I will. But then I was so awkward after that because I broke up with her like the day before Christmas. <laughs> I was like, I'm not waving at this shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to fucking do it. Because oh like, gosh. for me, waving is like, hey, remember when I ruined Christmas? Yeah, eh, yeah, isn't yeah. that fun? It's like forever. That's what they, but you hear them ring, ting, ting. You know what I mean? Like every yeah. time that they had Christmas, like for probably like a year after that or whatever it was, uh-huh. like, they were thinking about how fucking brutal that year was. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Well, good luck, Anonymous. Good luck, chick. We wish Seriously. you the best. You're wor- you're valuable. Yes. You know? What the fuck? Find your value. You're Find worth. Find the person Find- who, who can't wait to be with you every day. Exactly. Please. You'll know. Yeah, you will. Okay. Next. This title is, Should I Cut Them Off? Hi, Nikki and Steve. I've been a fan of yours since JK, and I love the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This JK is, be- is dead to me, but thank you. Stop. This is going to be a long one. Sorry. I've recently fallen out with a best friend and need an outsider's opinion. I'll start by saying that I do feel like this gen- this person genuinely cares for me as we have genuine deep talks. They call me their soul sister. They say they miss me when we haven't hung out in a while, but they're horrible at communicating. Example, doesn't reply or, or uh, doesn't reply to or initiate texts, mostly talks and um, mostly talks and interacts when in person. So the issue came when I had surgery last month and they never checked up on me. Yes, they wished me luck prior when we had spoken about it. But when it came to to it, they never asked. It was only until a month after my surgery that I texted them telling how I felt hurt and disappointed that they hadn't asked how I was. They apologized and explained that they had family issues that made it hard for them to reach out. They traveled back home for this situation. They said that they were thinking of me on the day of my surgery, but just couldn't bring themselves to text me and told a mutual friend of ours to check up on me instead. I said I understood that things were hard and wished her well, but just as she replied to my text, she could she not text me after my surgery she apologized again i left it then she texted a week later asking how i was and if she could make it up to me but i still needed some space and i felt like she's becoming comfortable with me as we've been friends for so long so she thinks that i'll just come around her reply was shocking to me just uh i understand i'm sorry hope that you're doing well though I think my issue is that there's no action behind her words. Like, she could try harder, right? So do you think I should dis- distance myself from this person or give them a second chance? Sorry for rambling and thanks for reading. Love, F. Okay, F, mm-hmm. I got the I got a great answer for you. Okay. As a person who's been living as a human now for 36 years, yes. I've had a very interesting time with this exact topic, actually. Hmm. Because, you know, I've had friends who have gone through struggles. You know, I have gone through struggles. And, you know... It's interesting when you're the person who um, is on the other side of the fence. So, like, maybe, you know, you're in your situation, you're like, why aren't they reaching out more? Yeah. But I've been the person where a friend is going through a struggle and I feel awkward bringing it up. Yeah. Like, again. Same. Right? For me, I'm like, they're literally covered in the struggle. What if I'm like, hey, thinking about your struggle, hope you're okay. Then they're going to be, like, even more. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not helping. Yeah. So, it's just a, it's just a really awkward thing that you're put into where you have empathy for a person and you want to say all the things, but then you feel awkward because you don't want to remind them of this, of this situation. Yeah. And I also think that like, just like there's love languages with relationships, uh, with, uh, intimate relationships, there's love languages for everyone with friendships too. And so for you, and this has happened before where like you, 
your love language is like you want people to check in on you. Like you think that that's showing you love and that's how you feel loved is when people check in on you. And for your friend, it may not be like that for them. Like they might go through, like she said, she was struggling with uh, family issues and she didn't care that you didn't text her during that time when she was going through all these family issues. You know, so she doesn't, she doesn't feel loved or it doesn't register that that's how you need to feel loved. So maybe you know, after you communicated this, and I don't know how many times this has happened, but it sounds like she was sorry. She Then she made an effort yeah, to check up on you the that. following week. And to like, cause that's what you told her, you know, like this is what I needed. And so she was trying to incorporate that. And then she did it the next week, but you said you needed more space. And so I feel like you're, you're punishing her yes. too quickly yes. because you just told her the issue and then she's trying to make it right by giving you what you said you wanted and you're saying it's still no good. And when you boil it down, what you're upset about is the long distance friendship because whenever you're in the same room, you guys are like hitting it off and clicking and clicking, right? And everything's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I think you're punishing somebody for a long-term friendship faux pas when they're they can't wait to be friends with you in the room. Yeah. So it's, and some people are different. Like you have friends who we're going to see this weekend. Yeah. Who you have seen since you were in middle school. In high school. Or yeah. high school. Uh, yeah. Right. First year of high school. Yeah. You've, yeah. You've known them for so long. It's crazy. Yeah. And you guys, I can tell you as a, you know, a veteran of the Limo tribe, when they get together, it's like they're, they haven't missed a minute. Yeah. And like, they're just clicking, clicking, clicking. But I can tell you right now, like your friend Tanya, yeah. If you text her, she might not text you for three weeks. Yeah. Because true. she's busy in life and doing things and like. Yeah. Sometimes we, she's like in a remote desert. Sometimes she's camping and like on like a mountain. Sometimes she's she's on peyote. You yeah. Know, and she's like driving through Arizona. Whatever's going on. Sometimes she's like a uh, crab fishing, <laughs> <laughs> like with her dad. But she's. But the point is, is that she's doing the things that make her happy. Yeah. And she's not like having to abruptly change that to fit her friend into the picture exactly like i don't take it personally even though like with some other people if they didn't text back right away because i know they normally text back right away i would read that as like oh something's wrong yes or like our friendship is waning but because i know her and the type of person she is and how she like feels her best most most authentic self which is all you ever want You, you want your friends to like feel like they can be themselves around you right um I know that it's not personal when she doesn't text back. Sometimes it's annoying because we're trying to schedule something, but like it's not a personal thing. And anytime I've ever told her I needed her, just like your friend, like when you actually told her that you were hurt and that you needed her, she's been there. Yeah. And so I think you kind of, when you say you haven't seen the actions, it sounds like you did see some of the actions. But this wasn't enough. I think she might be a card and balloons kind of person. Mm-hmm. And this person is doesn't have the capacity for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it might, if this is something that you really need in a friend, maybe it's not the right fit. But... I don't think that she is a bad friend. No, or not bad at all. Person. Or you should. I, I don't think you should abandon this person either. Yeah, I think that you should maybe adjust a little bit of what your expectations are for other people, because it sounds like you're not giving them that either. Yeah. So you got to just remember that it's not just about like your situation. Like other people are going through shit, which was my first thought when I was hearing your email being read. Mm-hmm. I was like. Oh yeah, but other people you don't know what they're going. Through. Yeah, you have to consider that first. Yeah. Like it, like what you know, someone didn't wish me happy birthday. Oh, like a billion thoughts could run through your head, like wow, that's so selfish or whatever. Yeah, and then you find out that like their dad just died. You don't you know. know. You just don't know what they're going through, yeah, and know. so to assume that it's just something that's like they're they don't they don't think of you as a friend or they don't appreciate you as a friend. That's not really necessarily true. Um, so. Yeah, I think just giving good benefit of the doubt, um, letting people adjust their actions after you communicate with them. I would say if you had that conversation and then she still never texted up with you later, then maybe, maybe no. Dude, but like two sounds- years ago, I forgot my own sister's birthday just Dang. because life was crazy. And, and I never missed one ever. Yeah. But I forgot my own sister's fucking birthday. Wow. Yeah, you know I can't I mean? believe that. You I, always remember. I did. I, yeah. And I was... When I realized it, it was like two days later. I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck day is it? I was like, holy shit. 
And I called her and I was so, I was like, I'm so fucking sorry. I can't believe I didn't call you on your birthday. Yeah. But like I was just mired in all kinds of shit that I was working on at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know what day it was barely. It was like writing so much and stuff. Yeah. And like nights turned into days and days turned into nights. And you just don't even know what the fuck time it is and shit. And then I came out of that hole and was like, oh my God, it's my sister's birthday. I'm such an asshole. Yeah. You just don't know what people are doing. And it wasn't out of malice. I wasn't sitting there going like, hey, I forgot my sister's birthday. No. I was being a little shitty a brother a little bit for sure. Uh-huh. No question. But, you know, I had to make sure that she knew I was sorry about that. I'm trying to think like I've had a lot of friends go through surgeries and I don't think I've ever reached out personally to them. And Dude, I like, went through a surgery. I didn't even expect anyone to reach yeah, out to Yeah, yeah, me. me neither. Except for you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever <laughs> also, yeah, I've never like been like, why I can't believe no one reached out to me because yeah. of this. I guess I just don't feel, that's not how I, thing. Like, yeah, it is a love language thing. I think you really thing. are locked in on what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a friendship language, love language thing going on. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, I guess take that into consideration. It It may be that you continually get frustrated with this particular person because that's, you don't feel loved from them, but um but yeah, kind of. And we love you, but it. maybe consider taking a chill pill, putting it on a dish, <laughs> cutting it into thirds, just and just taking a little bit just of a chill pill, a little bit, and drop, wash it down with a full glass of water. Doctor's recommendation. Yes, uh, eight ounces at least. Thank you. To stay hydrated as well, and to let it process through your system. It's very important. Very important. Very key to taking the chill pill too. A lot of people don't mention that. Yeah, your pee needs to run clear. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to answer more of your questions. We're also going to try to sell you guys some stuff that we really oh, hope yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. But you should buy it or download it. Whatever it is that whatever we say. Whatever it is. We whatever don't know Whatever we say to do, just do it. it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, just do it. We did it. Come on. See? Don't you want to do what we do? <laughs> we have a good marriage. It's because we buy all it's these products. It's because we did, yeah. We, or dan- downloaded. <laughs> and we, and we, we play downloaded Best Fiends. Best Fiends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? All right. See you soon. All right. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. I hope you downloaded whatever we told you to download and bought whatever we told you to buy. And on to the next question. This one is titled, I love you guys. I already love this oh, we one. I love this. Okay. First of all, you two are amazing. You're both hilarious, and together y'all are a riot. I always wish I could see stand-up sets that y'all have done. Steve, you're so funny on JK. Your bit's having me in tears. Nikki, love your vlogs. You're, you're a kind and beautiful soul. I can't wait to see you decorate the new house. Aw, we love you. I can't believe you're bringing up my ex like that. That's so sweet. JK is dead to me. Okay. Look at me. It's dead to me. And the boys are dead to me. Thank you. 
I just wanted to say I joined the Patreon some months back and I wanted to learn more about the crypto space, but have had so much going on this year. I haven't been able to completely dive in the way that I want to. I know Steve says all the time, it's never too late. I just turned 30 and I want financial freedom for me and my girl. I was just wondering where to start. Like, could I just start watching Crypto Corner and be able to keep up? I hope you guys have a happy holidays and a happy moving. Can't wait for the Vegas adventures. P.S. I love comedy and I hope to have the confidence to do stand-up one day. Tony. Fuck yeah, Tony. Good for you, Tony. Tony. Hey, Tony, just go do it, dude. Just go do start it. doing just it. Just go die. Just go start doing it, baby. You can't, you can't, you can't even start until you start. You know what I'm Welcome saying? Welcome to Sticky Studios. By the way, if you didn't know, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I. We do Crypto Corner. Uh, well, Steve does Crypto Corner live streams um, every week. It's like yep. three hour long live streams. He answers all the questions. Um, and that's at every tier. And so then fun. we do extra episodes of Shit They Don't Tell You. We do a um, bonus live stream once a month and we do um a couple a lot of other things. That's I can't remember. Sell. Good job. D- Discord. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing, right? So... For your question, this question gets asked a lot. We have new people coming in all the time, right? And the, this question gets asked a lot. Hey, am I too late and all this stuff? And I know I know you already heard me, so I don't have to catch you up there. But yeah, listen to um, Crypto 101 and 102 on Shit They Don't Tell You because it's a really good little primer for you if you're newer. And then definitely get into Crypto Corner Discord because if you have questions about anything, it's going to get answered fast. One of the One of my favorite things about Crypto Corner Discord is that the community there is unfucking believable. Everyone there is so helpful. They cannot wait to help you. Like so I'm not true. kidding. It's like it's so beautiful that 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 we have. We're so lucky to have everyone there who's there because they're so great. I, I like I promise you, new people always feel welcomed, and they never ask a question that sounds stupid because nobody thinks a question stupid. Yeah, everyone has been quote stupid in crypto when we all got in like early mm-hmm. and. We've all felt dumb and been helped by somebody else who knew a little bit more than us. And like, we've all benefited from that. So nobody ever feels like, oh no, I can't catch up, right? But yeah, if you start watching Crypto Corner like live, I always make it a point to when I'm explaining something to try to break it down quickly for newer people. Cause I think that's so important. You can never forget about, about who's watching you. You never just assume everyone knows everything when they're watching you or that they're all caught up as much as you are or whatever. Or like even the first batch of That's people. That's really cool. I, I really believe in that. It's something I've always believed in too. It's something I even was telling the JK boys recently who I hate. But I was telling them recently, I was like, you know, one of the things that kind of drives me crazy about the show sometimes, and this is like a, a good note, I think, mm-hmm. is that they'll start talking about somebody who's not even in the room who I haven't even met before and like, yeah. like five years ago. And I'm like, guys fucking make it so that if i just started watching it you just introduce them to me a little bit as an audience member even though i'm a cast member yeah because we don't know half don't the, know the time the i'm talking about someone that i have no like, idea you know, our friend ryan you know yeah it's crazy and i'm like dude well there's ryan there's a ryan and yeah. there's a ryan in the room too so what the fuck's going on and then they're like oh yeah well he's a cop and i'm like yeah, okay cool but you gotta fucking help me yeah paint a little <laughs> bit of a picture paint the picture yeah so yeah no i told them that recently and it's and i think that that was good because you know, even though I quit the show because I hate them. Yeah. Like, I think that that was well. So you do that on Crypto Corner. I like to do that on Crypto yes. Corner. Yes. So you're not too late. Yeah. Yeah. And you can watch Crypto 101 and crypto 102. Crypto 102. Yep. And then get in the Discord. Well. We got a, a pin section top right in the in the Discord. There's a specific Crypto uh, Corner. Yes. What's it called? A forum or uh, Discord. Channel. Discord channel. Channel. Yeah. Channel. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, too, brother, you're talking about... Um, so let me just give you a real quick, real quick answer on this. So Bitcoin dominance right now is like 40 point whatever percent, 40.2, 40.3%. In my opinion, when Bitcoin dominance starts to go into the 30s percent wise, mm-hmm. if you join Crypto Corner and you're like, hey, Steve, I'm looking to make sick gains. I'm going to tell you, hey, bro, uh, it's it's like time to be in alts or to, or to start planning for the exit. Yeah. Okay. I don't want people getting in and getting wrecked. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to learn about the space while they're there, but the plan is not to have people there who are just going to join and get wrecked while everyone dumps and gets the fuck out. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, <laughs> my plan is to cash out 90% of my stack at the end of the run, which I believe will be predicated by a Bitcoin dominance shift into the thirties percent wise. Mm-hmm. And, and right now it's at 40%. It's at 40%. But the cycle. So like last night it was at 39.8%. Oh yes. 
but that doesn't matter because it has to close there and, and, and hang out there. I see. And I was telling Kenny last night because Kenny is my brother. He's also does Kenny Corner, which you guys can check out as well. It's part of it's part of the whole thing. But he's he's more bearish than I am about things generally. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, teasing me last night like, hey, it might be time to unstake and start to get out of crypto, like start to plan the exit strategy. But to me, unless it breaks and holds, Bitcoin still has to do a couple more pushes, which I think it will do. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin's, I think, got $48,000 tonight. I think it's still, I think it will push back in the ratios, um, setting itself up for the big, big move, which I think will carry alts into crazy, crazy town. Yeah. Which is why if you go to the top 100 right now in CoinMarketCap, every single one of them is worth a billion dollars. Like every single one in the top 100 is worth a billion dollars. Wow. Mm-hmm. When you and I, we're first getting into crypto, mm-hmm. like like well, we got into crypto in 20, 2013, but in twenty sixteen when I was going hardcore into crypto, yeah, the top ten was a billion. Okay, you dig? Yeah. So the market caps exponentially increase as the market gets more money into it, mm-hmm. and this is why when I was trying to tell my father and like my family, hey, crypto's not dead. You guys just don't know because you, you see the prices are down, but the volume is up. Yeah. The usage is up. People are using this like more than ever. But this was like, you know, two years ago during the bear markets where everyone's like, whatever, crypto's dead. LOL, you idiot. And all that yeah, stuff. yeah. But but that's why okay. I knew it was coming back. And that's why I told you when it was coming back. I was like, oh, my God. I remember waking up, too, and being like, we're back. Yeah. Like, it's coming back. I love when people call you an idiot on things you believe in. Like, oh, yeah, I've dude. never called anyone an idiot on something they believed in. Because I don't know, you know, unless I, I know that space 1000%, you know, I just, yeah. you don't know. It, it always drives me crazy, but also I guess I have to laugh at it when people are smart in one thing and just think they're just generally smart yeah, in everything, at everything and yeah, they call you an idiot or they call you a it's fool for something that you know way more about. It's so silly. I genuinely wish um, that everyone knew that. Because yeah. it really does help. Because because I am, if you call me an idiot generally, I'm like, yeah, I pretty much agree with you. Yeah, exact same. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see what I don't see, with right? me too, I yeah. know what I don't know. But if I know something, I can't wait to talk about it. Exactly. And that's the difference. It's like most things I genuinely don't know. I'm willing to learn about I can't about wait them. to tell you I don't know something. I'm like a student of many, many things. I would never call myself an expert at those things. But like the things I'm really passionate about that I'm like, no, I definitely know I'm supposed to go this way. I've been called a fool quite a few times and it's never, it's like always worked out where I'm like, you just have to go with your gut on things and, um, and not listen to, you know, dude, Tom Brady. Okay. I'm sorry. We're getting way diverted here, but I really have to say this is really good. He has a documentary right now called man in the arena. Mm -hmm. I've been watching a little bit in piecemeal because I really am just focused mostly on crypto right now in the bull market. But he said he had a bunch of critics coming out about the Patriots like his first couple seasons, right? And they're going like, Tom Brady um, has fallen off because he threw a bunch of picks last week. This is like week one mm-hmm. of like the season. And so he has this one particular credit who's like, you know, the problem in New England right now is they hate the coach, okay? And I know Mark's laughing right now because I always fucking do football analogies, but yeah. whatever, I love football. Okay, so so um, he's like, they hate the coach, right? And Tom Brady says that that was a moment for for the team where everyone's asking the team questions and it, the team was able to prove they don't care what the fuck people are saying outside of the arena. Yeah. Right. So if you're in the arena and you're fighting and you're you're building and you're warring every day, mm-hmm. you're in the arena. The people outside of the arena have their opinions. They yell yell about what's going on inside the arena, but they're not in the arena. They're not yeah. fighting. They don't know what the fuck it takes to fight. Exactly. And that's the difference. And that's the difference between what makes you great and just what makes you somebody who's talking about the people who are great. Yeah. And, you know, not to say I'm great, but I am great at it's a couple like things. It's like that with everything, with YouTube, yep, with, with a lot of things. There's a lot of opinions. And I'm, I think I'm great at a couple things. And I think in life, you probably are smart enough because the human brain has a certain capacity. Yeah. I think you're probably smart enough to, to be really good at like two things. Yeah. I've, I've always yeah. said that for years. And yeah, I think that I think that I I think that I you know I'm 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 working on it, and it's an everyday thing. And I learn just as much from my people as they learn from me. I promise you. And I, that's really what it is: continuing to learn, yes, being interested, yeah, caring. So for you, uh, Tony, just to jump back, um, even if we're coming towards the end of the cycle, it's not like this is oh you missed the train and whatever. It's it's a it's exactly that. It's a cycle. Cycle. So. You might be in a position where you're like, I want financial freedom eventually. I'm 30 years old. So you maybe start like 
saving up all your money and then you wait for the next bull run or the, you know or you put it in another investment such as real estate or yeah. such as the stock market um, again you have to wait on timing with that too and do some research maybe you take this time to really do a lot of research and a lot of learning um i think that people when they are ready to like you know start building their their wealth they feel like they need to do something right away with yes. mo their money it, but but go and planning. use that time to learn too that's an investment in yourself yes. too is learning the investment space that you're that you're looking at you know one of my best pals recently just taught me this anthony lee i love him he's he's honestly been huge for me personally because he can see things where i'm like oh that's so true why didn't i see that before but he was telling me this thing yesterday about uh he calls it people have to pay for the education yeah because i always do this thing unfortunately uh where if a friend of mine is like i want to quit crypto or whatever i'm like don't fucking quit don't be a pussy or whatever but then anthony's like hey why are you doing that because they have to pay for their education they have to make the mistake mm -hmm. that they learn from they and do. he's like you know when i got liquidated months ago like because he made a, a a really degen move that he talks about very openly but he made a degen move at the time and then he paid for it it wasn't too bad. Definitely, he built back from it. He's actually better off now. But he learned so much from that that he now knows his bounds and like where he's going to make moves and where he's not going to make moves. And it's helped him like endlessly. And he thanks that experience for it. Yeah. So it's like the, that with anything that you want to pursue, like hardcore, you're going to make mistakes, fucking big ones, fat ones. Yes. And it's good for you as long as you learn from it. You yes. know, as long as you don't sulk about it and I'm like, oh, I could have been this and da, 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 but then I did that. Don't dwell on it. Just take what you learned from it and don't make that mistake again. And yes. that is like the best education you can get. It really is. I got scammed out of $1,100 when I first got into acting because I just wanted an agent. I knew I had to get an agent and I fell for this like weird like f thing in Florida, like casting thing in Florida, <laughs> where it was like $1,100 and then they just like the CEO just ran off with everyone's money. Yep. And I'll never do that again. Like that was, I was really young and dumb and just really eager. And I think that's how it is. It's like you have all this, this like enthusiasm, but you yep. don't really know what you're doing. And so you just kind of make a lot of mistakes that way. Exactly. But that's something that I, it's been hard for me because for me as a friend, mm -hmm. you want to save your friend from the mistakes because you see what they're about to do. But then Anthony gifted me with this knowledge that I did not have before where I'm like, oh, that's so true. Because every time I talk about crypto, I'm always like, well, I made my mistakes and that's why I know more. Yeah. But I never give people the ability to do that. You yeah, know I know. And, 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 and I, I guess, but also, but also on a yeah. general note, I think that type of um, mindset has to be developed too, because some people, and I would almost say a lot of people, they'll make a mistake and go, Oh, that's why I shouldn't do this. That's so true. You know what I mean? You're right. And like, I no. shouldn't do the entire subject the entire anymore. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh no, I felt dumb. It made me feel dumb. I didn't know what I was doing. I lost yeah. money on it. You know, and that's not what you should. No. Yep. Like, just learn more from it. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bummer. So, it is uh, a bummer. but but that goes back to mindset. I think that's another thing that to work on is like just reading books on mindset and like study successful people. Yes. It's It doesn't matter what they were successful in, they all have a very similar mindset Look who's when it comes right to now. investing. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Lee. It's so funny. He's gonna be on, on the show soon. Yes, he will. Um, Get hype. It's so funny because, well, I can say it here because you know, it's a different audience, but yeah, people think that I hate him. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, why? Because, well, because you know how I am with bits. You just talk like every day. I, but if you establish a bit, yeah, for me, because like for me, the bit right on on JK, you know, the show that I hate now, yeah, is, is that, that you quit? Yeah, that I quit. Uh, is that Anthony is like my enemy or whatever, and like he's part <laughs> of Kinjas and like fuck Kinjas and like fuck his noodle company and like <laughs> I love shit. I love. Uh, what is it, Nongshim and like all this stuff, right? So that's the bit. And then as people, as like fans come out and they're like, you're being too mean to Anthony. Hey, Anthony, I hope Anthony sees this comment. Just know that you're loved actually and all this <laughs> shit. I like literally when I saw that, because because like we all have a group text with each other. Like, well, we did before I left. Yeah. Um, But um, and, and then they were all sharing me like, hey, fans are going like, Oh my God, Steve's being so mean to Anthony. So I like bought a Nongshim sweatshirt immediately after that. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to give up the bit ever. Yeah, exactly. And like, they, they don't even, it's so funny because they never see what happens when we cut. Yeah. We're like laughing 
and they like never do. Anthony me go take a shot or something or like we're all fucking like we're all like fucking hugging about crypto or whatever like they all just see what happens in the video and they all think that that's like the reality of the situation that happened at JK party with me too <sighs> I was so like funny, I was like just the villain number one like and that's what I was brought in the oh, show yeah, yeah, to yeah. just like know, they were, stir they, shit up they, they, they would be like go harder go harder yeah. go harder be competitive Nikki yeah and then yeah like, they sure. bring it up more and then um and then yeah fans like hated me they thought I was like bullying and I was like too much and I was like oh my god so I was just funny. being hyper competitive about so a game of mafia no well then you know in the same right right people will always say like man it's crazy Steve can just like stone cold like dead read like something and I can't believe it. I don't know if he's being serious or not but then they'll watch the JK party where I'm like hey fuck you Nikki and they're like yeah. man Steve was fucking pissed Nikki did you guys see this shit yeah oh, it's great I love, I love it. it I love it it's there's, fascinating. There's a whole JK Reddit that's really fascinating. Oh, they, but, they're, they're big fans. <laughs> yeah, they love us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> the next thing is also an update. And we just read this update on well, the last Ask Us Anything. But there's an update update, which is that this was the Slept With 12 People update. Oh, and wow. um, The one where he had a lower number than her, I think. Uh-oh. I'm, I went I through can't that, remember. too. I still go through it every night. I think about it every night. She threatened to break up with it. Let me just read that past update just so I could catch up. Um, oh, it's like, oh, it's it's the girl that she's like sleeping over at people's houses and he's like, he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, whoa, it's your problem. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. She's good. Um, we told them to break up, I'm pretty we sure. We did, 100,000%. Okay, and then he says, update, update, she broke <laughs> up with me. We met and had a super heart-to-heart -heart talk that went well, but she messaged me two weeks later and said she couldn't date and she's not happy dating in general and she changed her mind. No, no say you're so. a warm body. Wait. Wait, there's another one. Yeah. Sorry for these constant messages, just dealing with a lot. She did it over text and didn't want to call or meet me. She left me on red and we haven't talked since. I still love her and want to be with her, but now I'm not sure what to do or if we'll ever Bro, see each other again. what do you love? What do you want to be Can't with? Can't tell if she doesn't she, love me anymore. She's just hot. That's it. Yeah, she's just she's using just you. You're a placeholder. You're a warm yes. body. You like she fucking her. Texted you because she was feeling alone. Come on, bro. And then she you woke up it. the next morning. And she was like, "Oh, I'm glad I didn't meet up with him." Yeah, come on, bro. She, I'm sorry. Just I'm sorry. You gotta accept it. Yeah, she's it, just hot, and you forgive all her flaws because you think she's really, really attractive. That's it, it. Sucks to have someone be over you, just like the first yeah. person that we were talking to. It sucks. It sucks. Okay. But it happens and you don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you. That's period. It. it feels bad. Period. Guys. It feels bad, guys. It feels bad. And, and that's and, not how it works. And, you know, it sounds like from the emails you sent us before, it felt bad then, too, when you were together. Yeah. So how fun does it feel now? It feels the same. <laughs> yeah. It's just that she left you. It feels hard to be left. That's all. That's I'm not all laughing at your situation. I'm laughing at how insane it is because I've been still, in that situation. Yeah. It's you really do feel like. Like you could save it. You could fix it. Yeah. Because it's all perfect because it's really all, everything seems to line up. And you think of all the good memories you had oh, together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, how could that have been fake? Or and her how, dad I, likes me or whatever. If he could just remember the, those moments that Ew. we had, Yucky. then he would fall in love again. He's he's crazy. He's, you know, he's, you know. Imagine having to convince somebody to like you. Exactly. That's what it's like. You don't need, no. you're too good for that. You Fuck do that. you. And if they're not into that anymore, then you that's not for you. That's it. That's that situation. And I'm sorry, but you'll meet someone that actually likes you. Boom. And you'll be so happy that you did. You will. You'll be over... Enjoyed. Right now, if your energy is going to this other person and like even just you thinking about her or worrying about her or Ugh. thinking like, what if she's doing this? Is it depression? Should I check on her? No. It's no. exhausting. It should, relationships Why? aren't it exhausting. Off. They don't get your energy anymore. No. And when you're putting your energy there, that means it's not going to someone new that could like could be getting it or it's not going to yourself. You know, your energy is precious. Damn right. Treat it that way. It's finite too. You don't have an unlimited energy, pal. No, you do. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, eventually you, just oh, drink a, you could drink a Red Bull. And, yeah. Oh, that's really yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> get like a, well, I wasn't thinking you get a 32 pack of Red Bull. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you got a 32 pack of Red Bull, if you go then to Costco, good. you got to get that Costco membership. Hey, if you want to get back with her, just get a 32 pack of Red Bull. <laughs> we do agree on that. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's I why go, we say to seek therapy, by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
always seek Because we don't know as much as they do. Thank and you. you can like really pour your heart out and ask follow-up <coughs> questions and stuff. Okay, this is another update. Update on being a ride or die. Okay, hi, Nikki and Steve. It's Love Girl. I wish I left the name picking to YouTube, but I was in my feels when I sent the first email at 3 a.m. Oh, wow. Okay, just a quick recap. I wrote in because my boyfriend's government assistance ended while he was still unemployed and chose to stay home to play video games. Oh, I remember you. What games, though? That's key. But please let us know what games in the comments. Yeah, that's key. Before I get into the update, though, I first wanted to thank you for responding to my last email. It meant so much to me to be able to hear both of your thoughts on our situation. Also, yes, Nikki, hearing about your piano plans for your new place was definitely endearing. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Don't for you, you love this chick? The more you fucking listen to this chick, how much do you love her? Holy shit. Stupid. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and I was also gifted the Pearl Daisy Chugger as my birthday present. And I love it so much. Oh, my God. That's awesome. It's, it's sold out now. So you got... It's over. One of the last ones. It's over. Happy out there. birthday, by the way. If you wanted one, it's over. Since my last email, I ended up taking your advice and communicated more with my boyfriend about how I was feeling. It was a long and tear-filled com- tear-filled conversation that was ultimately very productive. My boyfriend has gotten a new job since then, and he's been enjoying it so far. Oh, good. Hey, sir. However, one thing still remained, and you were you were right, Steve. I didn't mention it previously, but my boyfriend has definitely been in a tough place mentally. He says that he's it's been here since we've even started dating, and he describes it as quote unquote, being bored with his life. He struggles with needing to find a purpose and he feels lost and unhappy. I suggested therapy or finding online resources like podcasts, audiobooks, etc., but he doesn't want to use them. He sleepily told me after work today that because he's a man, he doesn't, quote, need help with that stuff, quote, and that he has to figure it out on his own. It's disheartening to say the least because of how much I believe in taking care of our own inner healing. I'm not really sure sure where to go from here. We both acknowledged how his lack of energy has impacted our relationship, but also how he barely has enough energy for himself. Mm. I brought up taking a break to focus on ourselves, but it was definitely not something that we wanted. We wanted to stay together and I definitely helped. And I definitely help ease his mind by just being there for him. I love him and I'm here to support him. But I also want my partner to reciprocate the energy I'm putting in with stuff like getting me a thoughtful birthday present, you know? He wrote me a short letter because I asked him to and he gave me a bracelet that his mom found around the house that was in the, quote, give this as a present during the holidays pile. That's sentimental as hell, I gotta say. That's really touching. That's a oofy doofy. very toughing little oofy doofy as well, but yeah. I struggle with trying to balance my new intention of knowing what I deserve and how I want to be loved, but also understanding his perspective since I've been there before. I know exactly how it feels to not have enough within me to give to others when I barely have anything left for me. And I can see that he's trying, or that he wants to try at least, but if he continues to refuse to work through his own issues, I'm afraid we'll grow grow apart. I'd really appreciate to know your thoughts. Thank you both so much for everything that you do and for taking the time to read our emails. Lover Girl, you can give me a new name if you want. No, I like Lover Girl. Lover Girl's great. We love it. Thank um, you for reminding us, brother, because a lot of people just say, hey, it's me, Mamba. And yeah, I'm like, hope bro, you remember. I, I don't remember. You got to <laughs> give us the preface a little bit. Yeah. And then I do remember after you do. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, look. It's tough, right? Because you're dealing with somebody who has depression. They don't want to really talk about it. That's really what's going on here. But they also don't want to get help for it. But exactly. They don't want to talk about it to anybody. So like, that's toughy. That's a little bit of a toughy and that's a little bit of a oofy as well. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be hard to navigate. If you want your partner to be available to you, they're not being available to you because they're Mm -hmm. mired in this. Yeah. You have have a decision to make I think your gut is right about taking a break because a relationship is a two-way street and... If you're not seeing your energy reciprocated, it can be really hurtful. And especially if they don't communicate to you. Like like sometimes I'm just going through something and I tell Steve like, hey, I just need to be alone for a couple days. She's incredible at it actually. It's it's really good for our relationship. It's really good because then your partner knows it's not personal. I never question it. If he's like brings me food or thinks of me and like I don't, really reciprocate that energy it's not personal because yeah. i already prefaced it like i said like hey i'm gonna need a few days yeah, you know or and years I'm, so I'm like going through I, I need a couple years and i'm like up. you bet you i bet. don't say years you're dumb well you I, don't know well, i know but like, this person could be somebody waiting listening years. who's judging is like oh yeah i bet she says that every day or something so i'm just <laughs> fucking around but yeah no no you you really are good i mean dude if we're good at anything in our yeah. relationship. It's communication. We communicate so much. It's yeah. Cool. And I love it. Because that's the way that, you know, you make sure everyone's needs are being met. Yes. Or that, you know, because like you said, it's like, where do you draw the line between making sure that your needs are being met, but also understanding their needs? And and that is a communication thing. It's And it's also a where do you set your boundaries thing? 
because depending on what you want out of this relationship, this just might, this might go on too long and it might be like something that doesn't make you feel loved for too long. Yes. And you if feel you loved. don't feel loved for too long, yes. it's just, it's not worth sacrificing no. your happiness and your energy to someone that doesn't really feel like reciprocating. They're not in the mental space or the emotional space to reciprocate. You gotta ask yourself too, what is trying, right? Like what is trying? Yeah. Like, is trying like just showing up? Is trying like showing up and like hitting a double or hitting a triple? For a baseball reference, hey, that's a little different, Mark. There you go. That's for you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, 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 mm -hmm. are you showing up and are you doing things that prove to your significant other that you're that you're you care? That 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 yeah. I think is key to this whole thing. Writing a letter that you asked him to write for you, yeah, and then picking up a, a whatever gift out of a pile from his mom's house. By the way, I love that you knew that already. Yeah, this chick is dope. It's not <laughs> even about the presents. I can tell, like, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't about no. like the gift. The it's just. She it's wants just the about spark. the thought behind she wants it. The, yeah, the, th the thought spark behind it that he couldn't wait to give her it's something. Like, you, it's like you gave him homework. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like, it's, it's her birthday, your birthday. Like, let's make you feel special. Fuck that. Well, uh, that sucks. I'm so sorry, lover girl. Suck. I know you love him. That's why you're a lover girl. But well, you're being does very he love patient. You back? That's the whole thing. Like, does he love you? Or back? is he emotionally available to love you exactly. back? Exactly. Can he you love know? himself? It even sounds to like love he doesn't you? know himself at all. I don't think he loves himself. Yeah, absolutely. And do you want to wait for that? Because if he's not seeking help, then it might be a a little while. Because yeah. the self thing is not really, it's basically what he's been doing this entire time. The whole time. And I get it. Like, guys are, in general, I feel like more guys than girls are, you know, weird about going to see help. He's right. That's our proclivity, right? Yeah. Is to go, I don't need help. I'm a guy. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah. But that's also a little bit of an oofy doofy as well. Yeah. Look, I love figuring. I read so many self help books. Yeah. It still helps to have a therapist. Yeah, dude. Especially one that sees things that I don't see. Sometimes I've had therapists that I'm like, okay, I, this could be my mom. Like I could talk to my mom and she would say the same thing. Yeah. Like, but you find a good one, one that like points things out that you never even thought of, which it's hard to find, especially yeah. if you're someone that's constantly working on themselves and like doing, you know, learning and, and being self-aware, but it's life-changing. I really feel like my yeah. therapist this year has just changed my whole I agree. everything. I, she's she's been great for you for she's sure. Been really great. Yeah, and it was a new one too. Um, but yeah, and you prejudged her initially. I did. I didn't think we were going to be a good fit because she was much older, like much much older, yeah. and she didn't, you know, understand email or you know we, we're gonna do a virtual um nikki pays her in checks i think that you know, covers oh yeah it. i paid it yeah i pay her in physical checks i have yeah. to mail her checks yeah. even though we do a virtual session yeah. i can't just paypal nope she doesn't know She's like, what the fuck is that about? and and i felt like on the phone she wasn't really hearing me like listening yes. to what i was saying i felt like she kept repeating things that i i was like i already heard you already said that you know I don't like being repeated too. No, um, you're not. And so uh, <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be. <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be that, and it was gonna drive me insane. Yes. But she like specialized in this area that I really needed a specialist in. And then you know we started our session, and she like totally gets me, and she yeah knocked my socks yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And the stuff that she brings up are stuff that I've read about too. But she like adds a deeper thing to it. I don't know. It's really I think really the great. first session was her sizing you up. So yeah, that she knew how to attack your weak points. That that could be. Yeah, because because the, the first time you were unimpressed, the second time you cried. Yeah, because she nailed everything. Yeah, the first time I just felt like she was telling me like, you, you know, I was saying what I know about myself, and she's like, "Well, you don't know that, know that," and I was just getting annoyed because yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, "No, yeah. I wouldn't tell you I know that unless I had researched like so much about it." But first. when you give that answer, she knows now she knows ten percent more about you. Yeah, I know exactly how that works because I fucking do that in my own loose way mm -hmm. with a lot of people sometimes because just because. You know, when you're sizing up a room or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like just trying to catch vibes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I should have had that understanding. I was just not in a good no, you're place. Fine. You're you're trying to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, it was really hard. But anyway, yeah, good luck Seek for therapy. your your boyfriend. I not I just really, for your boyfriend, but you for you too. Oh yeah, you too. Absolutely. Because going through this maybe would give you some insight and more strength. Strength and courage to you need strength right now, my friend. Gut. Because love, right? I got, I got you nailed already. All right, we've talked twice now. Love is your biggest thing. It's like 
it's like the fulcrum of this person that I'm mm. that I'm talking to right now, and she thinks that she can heal everything with it, but that's she's not. It's not being mirrored back on her. You are doing healthy things, yes, to an unhealthy person. Exactly. So you, you, what you are doing is correct. So when you shine a mirror on it, you're getting black light back, and that's yeah. not what you're trying to get. You know what I'm saying? You just need someone to also be healthy with. Yes. And uh, that's that's your. And you have to decide, right? Spot. Like it's it's just really one of those things where they like, like, do I want to? Yeah. Be in this like constant. I thing. feel like you've been so patient, and it when you think about doing what you've been doing the past six months, if you had to do that for the next ten years, could you could you do that? Yeah. Because you don't know how long it's going to take. And like in Nikki's situation too, how much time is it going to take for him to really lose? that little spark that you have for him. Yeah. Because it will happen. It will happen. If you if he continues, like if the resentment snowball keeps on going downhill, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm not trying to blow up your party here, especially because it is New Year's. Happy New Year. Uh, but. Yeah. And just, and just even, I don't know, I get this weird thing where you bringing up depression to him and then him going like, oh yeah, that's, that is what it is. Yeah, I've been yeah. going through a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like he's I, making just, the excuse. I haven't been able to hang because I'm just going through a thing and I don't know myself and blah, blah, blah. And like, like that could be true, absolutely. But then to not do anything about it because you're like, well, I'll figure it out. I'm a guy. I, it's like he's not really actively trying to work on the relationship with you. He's not being a partner to you. Look, I watched a man who I respect very much and love very much, my grandfather, sit there for years watching fucking movies instead of talking to his family because I think he needed therapy more than anybody. And did not know how to, how to how to reach out and yeah. just talk about his experiences in the fucking wars, the Vietnam War. You know, if he was in, in the Philippines, like, uh, or, or, or I'm sorry, he was in uh, Korea. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, he went through some shit and didn't want to tell anybody anything about it. And then, you know, you'd randomly sometimes if he got drunk enough, he'd talk about it. But like, it was really like you know, spotty. Yeah. But like nobody I ever saw in my life was stronger than this man and nobody at the same time needed therapy more and was more vulnerable and just clearly masquerading as something. That older he, generation. It was baked into them because they yeah. had to be tough because it, they lived in tough times. They lived through the Great Depression, right? We get that. And wars. Wars. But, um, and as much as I love that man and I do to this day, love that man, worship that man, but, I know the flaws of that man because mm-hmm. I was around him and I'm an, aware, I'm an aware person and I respect his privacy enough that he didn't want to do anything about it. But I also understand in my life that I can't be that way. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the lesson mm-hmm. and like, I'm, you know, moving forward with it or like be in a relationship with someone. That oh yeah. Way, you know, exactly. I mean, your grandma was also from that generation, so exactly. it's she's it, just it's it wasn't just bred in there. Bad for her, it, yeah, exactly. And she never said it was. Yeah, ex- yeah. And she's a tough lady. She is. I told you the story, one of my favorite stories. Yeah. So I gotta tell the story. Yeah. Um. So one day, my grandpa he comes home, and my grandma's like pulling on a drawer in like the bedroom, right? She's pulling this, or no, I'm sorry, opposite. My grandma comes home. My grandpa's pulling on a drawer in the bedroom. He's pulling on it so hard, and the drawer's just stuck. It won't unlock or whatever's going on, right? And my grandma walks up to him, but he doesn't hear her because there's carpet in the bedroom. Yeah. And he finally gets the drawer to budge, and like as it budges, his elbow hits my grandma like in the shoulder or whatever. And my grandma turns around. She walks to the closet, and he's like, what the fuck? And he didn't even know she was there, right? Mm-hmm. He tur- my grandma turns around, she walks to the closet, she takes out her suitcase, she puts it on the bed, and she starts loading clothes into the fucking suitcase. And he and and, and my grandpa, his <laughs> name's Dick, right? Uh, and my grandma's name is Frida. He's like, Frida, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, she's like, my dad told me if you ever lay a finger on me to get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking packing clothes. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't touch you. And she's like, you just elbowed me. And she's like, I just said, I was just talking to you and you elbowed me. And he's like, what the fuck? I didn't even know you were home. She probably had been talking to him, but guys are just so like, so, so focused. focused into the, what they're saying. Yeah. That she's talking to him and, and he, he was goddamning him, like the whole, the drawer the whole time. Yeah, and, she, <laughs> and he elbows her. And so she thinks, thinks like he knows that she's yeah. there because she's and, been talking and, to him and he assaulted her yeah but the fact that 
you know, because people always do this bullshit about the generation. And they go, well, the women were more servile and all this shit. Oh, dude, my grandma ran that fucking household, bro. Yeah. My grandma ran that show. And and so as soon as he even, she even thought he laid a finger on her, she's fucking packing a suitcase <laughs> being like, hey, go shove it, pal. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love them, man. They're the best. My all grandma. right, guys. Shout out to my grandma. Shout 90 out to fucking, Frida. 90 fucking years old. Still sharp as a tack. Still a tough old bird. Yep. Yeah. I love her. The best. She's great. All right, guys, thank you for submitting your questions. Thank you for asking us anything. If you'd like to ask us anything, yes. anything, oh, yes. ask us anything. Please Give do. us compliments first, but ask us anything. You can uh, email us podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And we will see you next time. Bye. T-Y. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.